Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. It's hard to even say which of the players the Padres got other than Drew Thorpe are actually prospects because everybody else has already been to the big leagues. Yeah, and you actually if it if it end, if the season started today, you feel like you feel like four of those five guys are on this team. Uh, it, yeah, at least. At least. And, and, and Drew Thorpe might be competing Correct. for a, an early spot. And joining us right now from Baseball America is our friend Kyle Glazier to, to help us break down what the Padres are getting back in this Juan Soto deal. Kyle, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing well, man. What a you know, it ne- there's never a dull moment, right? When you're covering the San Diego Padres, there's always a. It's very transactional. A lot of transactions to talk about, and uh, you know now now the development and and Ruben Niebla, they've got some new uh, some new toys to work with. Wanted to get your thoughts on those guys. Yeah, look, the Padres definitely went for a volume deal kind of here, which in some ways is what they needed, right? They weren't one starting pitcher short in the rotation. They really needed a lot of arms and a lot of young arms to help them both this year and in future years. So in getting three guys who are young-ish and have started games in the major leagues, there is some value there. Again, a lot of times I think people get really, really excited about prospects because there's an unknown to them. In reality, young big leaguers are more valuable, guys who gotten there have shown you stuff that plays and and you know can help your team a little bit sooner so when you look at johnny brito randy vasquez and uh, michael king you know all these guys have experience starting in the big leagues um you know we're going to see what they can do in terms of most of them you know their starting experience is a handful of games at a time in a season especially in king's case and it's one thing to start and have you know good performance for six weeks versus a full season as a starter. But um, you trust the fact that they're going to get with Ruben Niebla. You trust the fact that they're moving from Yankee Stadium, which is a bandbox, to Petco Park, getting out of the AL East. And look, are all three of them going to immediately become, you know, rotation, you know, studs for the Padres? Probably not. But, you know, if two of them become solid starters and one of them slots into the bullpen, that's going to make this a more well-rounded team. That's something the Padres needed. Uh, Kyle makes, I think, a really good point that prospects are exciting, but 
you know, do we know once they hit the bright lights uh, and they're facing big league hitters every day, are, are they going to peter out? At least with some of the guys the Padres got. They, they pitched. They weren't just getting, you know, bashed around the yard the whole time. They were getting guys out. Yeah. You can expect them to do at least some of the same with the Padres. My question for you, Kyle, is the main return. Michael King. Not someone I followed that closely with the Yankees last year. In, in your opinion, are the Yankees feeling today like, I really wish we didn't have to give give him up, but hey, you know, it's Juan Soto. Or are they going, oh, we really we pulled a fast one on the Padres by giving them Michael King because we don't really see that bright of a future for him. I mean, I think you can certainly, if you're the Yankees, they certainly acknowledge Michael King's value for them. He was a really, really good reliever who also was able to step in and give them some really quality starts. But when you get one Soto in return, you, you feel okay about it. Just as the Padres trading Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams and James Wood, you know, there's a lot of problems with those guys, and, and you definitely felt the sting a little bit, but it's one Soto. So ultimately, when you are getting the best player back in the deal, as Juan Soto is, you feel okay with what you gave up. So um, I think both things can be true that, sure, Michael King, someone the Yankees valued and and certainly uh, thought highly of and and absolutely liked having on their team, but you understand you have to trade something to get something. Yeah, Kyle, I mean, you always do. It's got to sting a little bit for both sides. It feels like it stings a lot, obviously, because you know what you're going to get from Juan Soto. It will be interesting to see what he does in that ballpark. Uh, certainly talking to Kyle Glazer from Baseball America this morning. Michael King, I, you know, it's, it's, you get traded for a guy like that. That's going to be, you know, that, that, that's going to be the footnote, right? On your, on your career. Oh, I was once traded for Juan Soto. Um, so he's got you know that pressure to, to come into. What is his injury? What are what are what does his health look like? Because I have read things about a potential innings limit, uh, you know, next year. What are we talking about with him? How healthy is he? Do you think? Well, he had a fractured elbow a few years back, um, but he threw 104 innings last year uh, between the bullpen and the rotation. So again, only eight starts. Um, a lot of it was in relief, but. We're going to see what he's capable of in terms of how much he can get stretched out, pitching every five days, you know, going into kind of a full true starter mode. Um, and we can only speculate at this point, everyone reacts differently, their bodies react differently. So you're hoping that you're going to take a guy who has some starting history in the minors, who has started games in the major leagues and shown promise when he has, and, you know, is able to hold up and make the adjustments. Um, and again, Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito as well, I think it's important to know it's not like this is a one-for-one trade of Juan Soto, Michael King. There's yeah. a very real possibility that as this shakes out, maybe Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez, who have more of a starting history uh, in terms of uh, more consistently being starters, maybe those are the two guys who end up starting, and Michael King becomes a really valuable bullpen piece to the Padres. If that happens, it's not a terrible outcome either. Sure. So it's not like it hinges on this one guy. And that's kind of the beauty of buying in bulk a little bit as the Padres did. And, oh, by the way, Drew Thorpe is a pretty good pitching prospect as well. Well, let's get to Drew Thorpe. We're talking to Kyle Glazer from Baseball America right in your wheelhouse here. Top 100 prospect. What is it, first of all, that makes Drew Thorpe a top 100 prospect? And conversely, why is he not higher on the list after the incredible numbers uh, he put up last year and being named the minor league pitcher of the year, uh, at least in, in, in some publications? Yeah, so we actually had Robbie Snelling, Potter's prospect, yeah. so my late pitcher, but Drew Thorpe was, was the runner-up. Yeah, so 
Um, you're getting someone who's, you know, big physical right-hander. I actually saw him dating back to his days at Cal Poly. Um, it's not a big fastball. It's kind of 92-94, but it's fine. Um, breaking ball is okay. He's got a really good changeup. And in terms of why is he not higher, it's pretty common for guys with great change-ups to really dominate the low minors. This is where context is really, really important. He's a very good prospect. Clearly, we believe so, putting him in the back of the top 100. But to answer your question about why he's not higher, you are talking about a college guy who did most of his damage at high A last year. He should dominate those guys. Um, he was good when he got to double A, which is really, really encouraging to see, and that's what put him in the top 100 because that's the level where he started facing kind of even competition. We also see guys with really good change-ups put up crazy numbers the minors a lot. When you get to the majors, though, especially as a right-hander, you have to have the breaking ball. Um, Chris Paddock's a great example of that. You remember he put up video game numbers the yeah. minors. Where in the majors, it was more like solid to, man, I wish there was more here. Yes, so, yes, um, Cole. You know, not, not not to make a, a direct comparison, but I think in general, change-up heavy right-handers are always going to put up huge numbers in the minors, especially low minors, and you have to be aware of that and not automatically consider them future aces because it's more than just that once you get higher levels. You really have to have that breaking ball, which in fairness, Thorpe's breaking ball is better than Paddock's was. Um, but you still want to see it get a little sharper and more consistent. That's such good context because when I'm pitching to my five-year-old, the changeup gets him every time. And I mean, <laughs> literally, I, I, he cannot hit a changeup. And no, very few guys can. So very, very good context, Kyle. Um, wanted to ask you this, too. So obviously they're not done. This is We were talking about uh, in the break. A.J. Preller really likes the flexibility. He likes, like as Ben said, he likes to cook. This is what he loves to do. He is in the kitchen now. The apron's on. The ingredients are out, and he finally has some cash to buy some real groceries. He he loves to do this. Who do you look at that's out there um, that you say natural fit? Absolutely, Padres need to go out and get this guy, whether it's starter, bullpen, outfielder, first baseman. Yeah, well, I personally would like to see them re-sign Garrett Cooper and just make him their first baseman. He can really hit. That's going to be a low-cost signing. I think will benefit the team rather than trying the Jake Cronenworth at first base experiment again. But in terms of bigger signings, you know, Jung-Hoo Lee, the South Korean center fielder, the Padres obviously have a lot of success in terms of transitioning South Korean hitters to the big leagues with Ha-Sun Kim. Um, Jung-Hoo Lee is a really, really good left-handed hitting outfielder, which the Padres just gave up two of them. He can play center field. Uh, he's young. He's got a lot of his best years still ahead of him. I think there's a big, big fit there for the Padres. Now they have the money to maybe go get him. Kyle, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. A little context is always uh, is good on a day like this. Thank you for your time this morning. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime, guys. Kyle Glazer from Baseball America again. They get, have Drew Thorpe in his top 100. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 